This podcast is produced by Audiofy. It is easy to lose sight of the things that matter most in life. There's so many things vying for your attention. The confusion around us is starting to affect the peace within us. But there is one voice, though not always the loudest, it certainly is the most important. He wants to speak to you and help you find the answers to life's greatest questions through His Word. Because Sundays are not enough, welcome to Devotions with Bishop. Givers and Takers James chapter 1 verses 22 to 25 But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observed himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. We're living in an age of consumerism. By and large, we don't make things the way we used to make things here in America. The Great Commission, though, is clear. We're supposed to be making disciples, who in turn make other disciples. Sadly, most people that come to church want to be entertained, not trained. They want to be hearers, not doers. They look at church as a social outing rather than a place to go and learn and grow in Jesus. That's what James warns us against in being hearers of the word only. You become a consumer, not a producer. So what does the Bible say about being a consumer or a producer? When God created Adam, he didn't tell him to go into the garden and sit around and just enjoy the fruit. No, this is what he said. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Genesis chapter 1, 28. God put Adam in the garden to be a cultivator, someone who produces a harvest by working the earth. He then gave Adam a wife, and they were called to be reproducers, making more people to fill the earth. God created mankind to be producers first and foremost. The problem with the consumer-producer model, it's not just that it tends towards passivity, but it also tends toward isolation. There are two seas in Israel. Both of these seas are fed by the same source of life, the Jordan River. The Sea of Galilee is full of life. The area around the Sea of Galilee supports an abundance of life. I witnessed it for myself when I went to Israel just a few years ago. It was teeming with life. It was beautiful and I couldn't believe the amount of life around it. In contrast, the Dead Sea is lifeless. Nothing lives in that sea, and very few living organisms can be found in and around the Dead Sea. When I went physically into the Dead Sea, the salt content was so heavy that it caused me to float. It was almost as if it rejected the life 
that I represented. And I was able to lay back as the water itself held me up. So what's the difference? Why is one sea full of life and the other dead? If you look at the map, the answer is obvious. One sea gives and the other one only consumes. The Sea of Galilee takes what it needs from the Jordan to produce life. It multiplies its gifts, then it passes it downstream. The Dead Sea takes water and hoards it. It keeps it for itself, never passing water on. The Dead Sea only consumes. The water in the Dead Sea evaporates, leaving behind salt, thus making the sea lifeless. How about you? Our source of life is Jesus Christ. His love flows in us and replenishes us. He restores us and He redeems us. He is our Savior. He is our everything. Are you hoarding His love? Or are you, because of your gratitude to Christ, passing that love on? Are you replenishing others around you, or are you just draining them? How about the church? Are you sitting on some pew weekend in and weekend out, just being a consumer? It is time for us to start producing more for the cause of Jesus Christ instead of only consuming. Make no mistake about what I'm saying. We are saved by the grace of God and faith in Christ alone. Our works should be a natural outpouring of our gratitude for what Jesus did for us over 2,000 years ago on that old rugged cross. For us to think that we can add to what Christ did is nothing short of blasphemy. But He died for us so that we might have life, and life more abundant. Abundant life means that not only do you get to enjoy the abundance of the life of Christ, but people around you, they get to benefit from the relationship that you have with that source of life. You don't keep it to yourself. You're not just a consumer. You share what God has given you. You are a producer. You're a giver. Thanks for listening to Devotions with me, Bishop Herson Gonzalez. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. My prayer is that our time together will help you find clarity and focus for the journey ahead. Please like, share, and subscribe. And I will see you next time. God bless you.